Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. End day 276 since Joey promised that, uh, in fact, he would never abandon Americans. Uh, glad you're with us. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Federal Reserve, as anticipated, raising interest rates again, 0.5%, 50 basis points, uh, as had been uh, predicted. I've been warning you about this. That's why I keep telling you, AmericanFinancing.net, lock it in while you can. They're expecting, according to Goldman Sachs, nine more interest rate hikes in the next uh, two years. That's pretty chilling. Anyway, they lifted the rate 0.5% on Wednesday, second hike in two months, largest increase since the the dot-com bubble burst in 2000 uh, as the central bank now tries to rein in Biden inflation levels down at a 40-plus year high. Um, now, I, it has so many ramifications on so many levels and what it means to you is is gonna you're gonna feel it everywhere. The Fed action will raise costs for new borrowers. You want to get a you need uh, if you for example credit card debt. If you want to get a mortgage, uh, increase interest payments. Many households already stressed by higher prices for food, gas, everything we buy in every store we go to. Uh, especially making existing home equity lines, credit cards, other loans. I mean, th this has real-world consequences, and all of this has been predictable, and I think they've acted too late, and they've acted too timidly, and I'm not sure that this is going to have any impact on the overall economy uh, at all. I mean, if you look at Biden's approval, he's now underwater. 68% of Americans disapprove his handling of inflation, as they should. Um we have oil prices rising again. We have more supply concerns. Joe Biden, I mean, the single best thing you could really do is is, is start 
would bring America back to energy independence. Um, then with the, then the, this kind of surprised me, record number of Americans quitting their jobs as job openings now surpassed unemployed workers by a record 5.6 million, another record. Higher interest rates, in other, in other words, they raised a 50 basis points, a 0.5% increase rate hike, and what will be the second of many more rate hikes to come. That's why I'm telling you, it's this is now going to cost the average American a lot of money. And what does it mean for people on Main Street? What does it mean for families? It means that everything that you buy is going to be costing more. And if you, for example, rates for a 30-year fixed mortgage already crossed over 5%. Uh, now it's going to be five and a half headed towards 6%. Uh, in the meantime, you know, carrying credit card debt, you know, you really should work to pay down those balances because they usually go up with as the rates go up, and they usually go up faster than than even what the Fed raises interest rates to be. Inflation is eating away at every American's ability to pay their debts, eating away at their ability to service their normal household needs. It's going to slam the door shut on first-time home buyers, uh, especially people on fixed incomes. They're, they're going to get crushed by all of this. And I don't really see that this is this is going away anytime soon. Now, remember, we just had a quarter of negative growth. You have two in a row. That's called the recession by definition. Anyway, it's uh, it's everything we told you. I wish I was wrong, but we're right. And this this the worst is yet to come. Uh, by the way, the media mob, I doubt we'll we'll talk about this. We will. So if you look at the results in Ohio last night in the primaries in Ohio and Indiana, well, there are 22 candidates, including J.D. Vance for for the Senate uh, Republican nomination in Ohio, but 22 candidates that Donald Trump endorsed. All 22 of them won their primaries. Now, Donald Trump endorses somebody; they don't win. Donald Trump's losing his juice. He's, he has no influence. Yeah, he kind of has influence. J.D. Vance at one point was at five percent. All of a sudden, Trump endorsed him. And his numbers went through the roof. Now, I happen to know the process. The president just doesn't endorse anybody. He goes through a very extensive vetting process. And I, like, for example, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania, that's going to be a big race. That that race comes up on, what, the 17th. And it's a I mean, and there's been tens and tens of millions of dollars. You know, I, I look at these ads in Pennsylvania and, and I've known Dr. Oz. We have talked extensively on the issues of the day. He's pro-life. He's pro-Second Amendment. Uh, he's pro-energy independence. He's America first. He's make America great again. He's save America. He's been anti-Fauci, etc. And the guy that they put on the ads, I don't even recognize the guy. And there's tens and tens of millions of dollars. What impact it's going to have? I, I don't have a crystal ball. Uh, there's a poll out issues and insights. The media mob keeps telling us it's time to move beyond Donald Trump. Anyway, American voters apparently disagree. According to this, the, this poll, more Americans want to see President Trump as the Republican presidential nominee in 2024 than they want to see President Joe Biden at the top of the Democratic ticket. You know, who do you want to see run for the Republican ticket in 2024? Who do you want to see run for president on the Democratic ticket? Okay, well, Trump uh, outperforms Biden pretty handily. 
And if you look at why Joe Biden is losing, let's see, young voters, he's losing African-American voters, Hispanic voters. When you break things down demographically, it's it's clear nothing he's doing is successful, which is why he's clinging desperately to this, you know, leaked opinion from the Supreme Court that is not even a final opinion. By the way, Biden now has had his uh, irredeemable, deplorable moment uh, saying that the MAGA crowd is the most extreme political organization that's existed in recent American history. Really? So that's what he's saying to half the country. Now, we're used to it. If you're a conservative, you're used to this. You, you want dirty air and water and you're homophobic and xenophobic, Islamophobic, racist. You're a misogynist. Uh, you want, um, let's see, uh, granny and grandpa thrown off their wheelchair over a cliff and murdered. So, you know, anything that they say. But what's the difference between that and irredeemable deplorables? Or Peter Strzok saying, no, oh, the smelly Trump supporting Walmart shoppers. By the way, guilty. I'm guilty on all, all counts. I love to shop at Walmart. Um, irredeemable deplorables, count me among them. Because they're the people that make this country great. And to say the MAGA crowd is the most extreme political organization that's ever existed in American history. Well, what did Donald Trump do? He controlled the border. He made us energy independent. He negotiated free and fair trade deals that nobody else had the courage to do. He demanded NATO pay their fair share. He wiped out the caliphate, killed Soleimani, killed Baghdadi and associates, brought us energy independence for the first time in 75 years. And if not for the pandemic, probably would have won 40 plus states. You know, the pandemic, you know, changed everything up to that point. The economy was flying just at, at I mean, incredible. We were shattering every record for record low unemployment for every demographic in the country. It's unbelievable. Um, look, I have a lot to say on this um, Supreme Court thing that I'll get to it in just a second. You know, the one thing you got to realize, and I'm, I'm going to be very cognizant and conscious of this, is that when you look at the Democratic Party, they can't run on any one issue. Now, remember, an official decision has not been made here. Somebody's got to separate fact from fiction, and that's what we're trying to do here. And when I say separate fact from fiction... Democrats, the media mob, they're all out there lying, saying this is going to be outlaw abortion. No, it's not. Individual states and voters will decide if there are any rules and regulations surrounding abortion. Abortion is not going to be outlawed in in any. And I, I can't imagine a complete outlawing in at most one or two states. Maybe it doesn't mean people wouldn't have the option to go to California and New York. Um, if you look at, you know, we're evenly split on the issue of pro-life, pro-abortion uh, uh, rights. But, you know, 80 percent of Americans think abortion should be should be illegal, especially late term abortions. Most Americans understand the viability aspect of that. Sixteen states, District of Columbia, have laws protecting even codifying abortion, with many of these states allowing women to terminate pregnancy in the third trimester. New York, California, many other states, abortions allowed in almost every scenario, so long as a liberal pro-abortion doctor signs off. And you got Oregon, Vermont, New Jersey, Colorado. They guarantee abortion rights at any point during a pregnancy up until the moment of birth. Then you got that idiot, you know, Ralph Northam, you know, saying basically, uh, yeah, you have 
right to post-birth abortion, and I played that yesterday, I won't play it again today. That would be called murder, infanticide, use whatever whatever term you want, and everybody's having a complete meltdown, but nobody's telling you the truth. No official Supreme Court decision has come down. They're trying to intimidate this great institution. They're trying to intimidate these justices. I'm sure they want to use this as one of their main arguments to pack the courts. But more importantly, it's the only thing that they could ever talk about because they can't talk about the issues of the day. You know, the poll numbers of Biden are atrocious. The economy is in a shambles. It's a disaster. 40-year inflation. I don't want to talk about the economy, and I'm being conscious of this. I'm not going to be drawn into a daily discussion about abortion on this program when abortion will remain legal in probably every state or close to every state in the country. It just sends the issue back to the states, which is why it was bad law to begin with. Even, by the way, of all people, uh, former Justice Ginsburg, who passed away, she even recognized, she didn't use the exact words, it was bad law, but she, she recognized it would have been better to leave it to the states to decide and let them figure this, this whole thing out. Um, it's pretty unbelievable. Are they going to run on their horrific policies at the border? Are they going to run on their horrific policies with record high energy prices? Their horrific uh, economic policies, 40-year high of inflation, interest rates now soaring through the roof because of these idiotic policies, giving up energy independence is, is now costing Americans a fortune, anywhere between 52 to 5,700 per household. Um, you know, everything is going higher. Everything we buy in every store costs more. Lawlessness is, is rampant because of defund, dismantle, and no bail laws. The Afghanistan withdrawal, the disaster in Ukraine, because they're not providing the Ukrainians the weapons to actually win the war. They don't want us to talk about those issues. That's why they only want to talk about abortion. Abortion, overturning Roe v. Wade, it pushes that issue back to the states where state legislators will decide. And we already know what state legislators in liberal blue states are going to do. They're going to make the most permissive laws possible. Now, this all stems from the Mississippi case, which caps it at 15 weeks. Okay, that's that's almost four complete months into a pregnancy. That is a reasonable period of time if you are considering yourself as pro-choice. So um, it's just it's all hyperbole. The American people will see through that. This is not going to be the big game changer politically that they're hoping uh, hoping. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough. 
that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Four. I don't even know how to react to this. Our days confused Commander-in-Chief Joey announcing yesterday he's arming Russia with the most lethal anti-tank weapons, the Javelins. He said Russia. Apparently, I guess he thinks we're sending military aid to Russia. Anyway, he stumbled repeatedly yesterday during remarks on USA to Ukraine saying, United States of America made sure Russia had Javelins and noting the successful Hungarian resistance to the Russian invasion. Biden made these gaffes at an Alabama facility that makes anti-tank missiles. Before Russia attacked, we made sure that Russia had javelins and other weapons to strengthen their defenses so Ukraine was ready for whatever happened. Well, he doesn't even know what he's saying. And he said it midway through a 16-minute speech at the plant. Not exactly a long speech. I've given three-hour speeches, for crying out loud. I don't shut up. Anyway, later Biden said, just a few days ago, Wall Street Journal quoted a young Hungarian fighter. Without the javelins, it would have been very hard to stop the enemy pushing ahead. The journal's report actually quoted a private first class in Ukraine's 128th separate mountain assault. Uh, and the article does not identify him as Hungarian. Let me just go back to this abortion thing, this distraction issue. You got to understand what's going on here. And this is important. The game plan is clear. They have nothing that they can run on. Not a single issue where they get the borders safer. Gas prices are lower. No, they're record highs. Uh, the economy is doing great. No, 40-year high of inflation. Interest rates now soaring. Uh, you know, 50 basis points today, 0.5% increase. That's a half a point increase. We're already over 5% for interest rates. How many of you refinanced and got a 30-year fixed loan uh, in the twos or low threes or mid threes? Uh, and and anything under four, you ought to be doing backflips right now because you saved yourself a fortune. And I'll tell you right now, the five and a half percent now, you're going to look back and, and be glad you got that. So if you haven't refinanced, I'm telling you, AmericanFinancing.net, you got to get it done. Also, debt consolidation. 
So they're gonna they what they will do is lie, and they will use all the inflammatory, destructive rhetoric about abortion uh, that they can, you know, muster up, and they think this is their only lifeline to cling to. It's not going to work. the show 24 7 download it to your ipod be a hannity insider at hannity.com all right 25 now to the top of the hour 800-941 sean if you want to be a part of the program so just understand now they also want to expand this out democrats their game game plan for 2022 the midterms are clear they cannot run on any issue i won't list them again so now they and their media mob allies they, they'll just use every scare tacket, tactic, the most inflammatory, the most destructive, detestable, despicable rhetoric on abortion and the Supreme Court. And they think that, oh, that, that that's going to get our base all riled up and they're going to go out and vote. We're going to win again. No, you're not. Not with economic conditions like this and not with this record of failure. And they're also out of touch with the American people. Because every poll shows, even the Gallup showed, 67% of Americans support restrictions on, on abortion. They don't want this radical thir- third trimester infanticide or post-birth abortion like that idiot Ralph Northam supported and, and some other Democrats or these states that have laws that allow abortion up until, birth, up until the moment of birth. Well, that, that's infanticide. I mean, they're the ones that they are, are, are the extremists on this more than anyone else. Um, and so they're going to try and make this as big as they can. And, and then they'll, they'll, they'll stretch themselves out and they'll try and say, what's next? Contraception is going to be illegal. Uh, no, it's not. It's the main reason, you know, Joey's bragging that I work so hard to keep Robert Bork off the court. You know, well, we know the demagoguery of Ted Kennedy. Robert Bork's America, back alley abortions, segregated lunch counters. Yeah, the guy that left a, a woman to die uh, after he drove um, into, I guess, a river, whatever it is, a, a body of water at Chappaquiddick. He didn't tell anybody, just went home. And the woman's in the car. There was a house across the street with a light on. Didn't tell anybody until the next day. She was dead. Her name is Mary Jo Kopechny. How he ever got away with that? <laughs> I just don't know. Um, you know, but so the the demagoguery is going to be real. Um, then you have this whole other issue of not condemning the person that leaked the draft opinion on the potential that they may overturn Roe v. Wade. I mean, it is such an attack on the institution of the Supreme Court, the independence of the Supreme Court. In my view, I think it's very clear what the motive is. It's designed to intimidate. Uh, Very few people, I'm sure, will ever tell you that, in fact, back in 1982, Joe Biden himself proposed an amendment by Senator Orrin Hatch, who just recently passed away. I knew him really well. He was a very nice man uh, that sought to reverse Roe v. Wade. And uh, Biden speaks, you know, well, wait a minute. What, What changed, Joe? 
Is anybody in the media mob even going to bother to ask him that question? Unbelievable. Um, anyway, the Supreme Court, uh, they actually, it was a very interesting prediction by Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And, you know, with the leak of Sam Alito's draft opinion, Ginsburg firmly advocated for the right to abortion as a constitutional right. She criticized the way it was done in Roe v. Wade. That's always been my argument. It's just bad law where they established a right not enumerated in our Constitution. And um, anyway, Ginsburg warned against these major judicial shifts. She gave a lecture in 1992 at New York University citing Roe as an example. She said, measured motions seem to me uh, right in the main for constitutional as well as common law adjudication, she argued, Doctrinal limbs too swiftly shaped, experience teaches us, may prove unstable. The most prominent example in recent decades is Roe v. Wade, she said. And she noted that Roe struck down uh, far more than the specific Texas criminal abortion statute at issue in that particular case. She said, suppose the court had stopped right there, rightly declaring unconstitutional, the most extreme brand of law in the nation, and had not gone on, as the court did in Roe, to fashion a, uh, a, a blanket, I'm sorry, a regimen blanketing the subject, a set of rules that displaced virtually every state law that was enforced then. Um, a less encompassing Roe, one that merely struck down the extreme Texas law and went no further, I do believe, was, you know, summarizes why they have serve to reduce rather than fuel the controversy. So she saw this coming, which is pretty s- smart on her part, and what she's so beloved by the the left wing. Um, by the way, we have an update on the Ministry of Truth. Tom Cotton now is moving to shut it down. Senate Republicans announcing legislation uh, t- uh, yesterday to defund the Homeland Security's new disinformation board. I hope they go after their climate alarmist religious cult uh, work as well. They're supposed to be securing the homeland. Anyway, bill sponsored by Tom Cotton would derail the board, which has become the source of pretty intense debate. Uh, Jen Psaki accidentally confirmed that Biden's new disinformations are is pretty much everything critics claim. Um, when she answered doubling down on the her former claim that Jankowitz is an expert on online disinformation. Oh, yeah. Jankowitz is a disinformation expert. Uh, Yeah, the woman that's supposed to be in charge of this new board, this disinformation board, this Ministry of Truth, whatever you prefer to call it, has her own record, including many whoppers on COVID-19, giving credence to the phony Steele dossier, uh, attacking Donald Trump. Uh, She did it with ISIS and, of course, the Hunter Biden laptop story. I mean, the woman you know to Jankowitz has extensive experience and has done extensive work uh, addressing disinformation, Saki told Peter Ducey before descending into desperation by rattling off a nonsensical list of her credentials. I mean, the White House disinformation czar uh, literally has now created a TikTok. I guess we're going to hear supercalifragilisticexpialidocious now for the rest of our lives. God help us. Fox News story, liberal dark money group with Biden administration capitalizing on this leak to push their court packing agenda. 
Well, I told you that was coming. That's not a surprise. Um, and, oh, this is interesting. This is another thing. We told you last week about the FBI apparently monitoring Americans and doing it without any court order, surveilling Americans without anything, w- without a warrant of any kind. Well, that's clearly unconstitutional. That's unreasonable search and seizure. It's not really hard to figure that out. Now, get this. The Center for Disease Control, the CDC, bought access to location data harvested from tens of millions of phones in the U.S. to perform analysis of compliance with curfews, track patterns of people visiting K-12 schools, and specifically monitoring the effectiveness of policy in the Navajo Nation, according to CDC documents obtained by uh, some some journalist group. And the documents also apparently show the CDC used COVID-19 as a reason to buy access to the data more quickly, and it intended to use it for more general CDC purposes. Now, if this all turns out to be true, coupled with the FBI story, we got a problem. And that problem would be that our government seems to be lying to us on a regular basis yeah that would be a problem and we'll cover that extensively i mean does privacy really exist how many people have we had on this program that said all data every call every text every email everything you know they have these these mega metadata centers where all this stuff is is collected and stored that's why i say really weird things in my text messages like super weird things and your text messages you know, listen, if they're going to read my text messages and listen to my calls, I want them to be entertained. So I make sure I always put on a good show. You know, lots of interesting mm-hmm. things. We now know apparently Jonathan Carl got COVID uh, at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And there's a picture of Jonathan Carl uh, shaking hands with and right in the face of Joe Biden. And I, I don't wish anyone get COVID. I'm, I, I wish Jonathan Carl a speedy recovery. By the way, you know, imagine, why do these people feel the need to go out there? I have COVID. They're famous people. I'm like, why do you give out your own personal medical information? I have a hard time understanding that. I really do. Why don't you just go out there and and just get well and then come back? I mean, if God forbid you talk about it, then they turn you into Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, we threw everything at it. It worked. Instead of being happy the guy survived COVID and this worked for him, not telling people what to do. He's saying what worked for him. He gets a crap kicked out of him over that. Well, he also used monoclonal antibodies, HCQ. He used, I guess, ivermectin. I have, that's the one thing I've never seen a study on. Um. Anyway, look, you can see what's happening. The good news that I do have today, Politico is reporting. Senator Joe Manchin is standing firm on his commitment Uh, to the legislative filibuster in light of the Supreme Court draft opinion. The filibuster is the only protection we have in democracy, he said earlier yesterday. Um, And Senator Kristen Sinema joined Manchin in his dissent, arguing the filibuster has been used repeatedly to protect women's reproductive rights and protections in the Senate safeguarding against the erosion of women's rights, access to health care have been used I have a dozen times in the past 10 years and are important now more now more than ever. So Manchin and Cinema rejecting the Democrats push to save Roe v. Wade by ending the filibuster. 
Although I could see Lisa Murkowski is the one Republican I could see flipping on that because I think she's so desperate at where she is, what her standing is. Um, oh, you know the guy that we had on this program and on TV? Good for him. John Paul Mac Isaac. You know the laptop repair repair guy? He's such a nice man. When, when I interviewed him, couldn't be nicer. He's a nice guy. Tried to do the right thing. Anyway, he's had it with the media mob, and he now lost his business as a result of all this. And he's been harassed for 18 months by big tech, the media, and others. And Mac Isaac has now filed a multi-million dollar defamation suit uh, against Democratic representative, the congenital liar Adam Schiff, fake news CNN, the Daily Beast, and Politico saying they falsely accused him of peddling Russian disinformation. After fighting to reveal the truth, all I want now is for the rest of the country to know that there was a collective and orchestrated effort by social and mainstream media to block a real story with real consequences for the nation, he said. And this was a collusion of 51 former pillars of the intelligence community. He probably should end up suing them, too. I think he's going to be successful in this. I really do. You know, one great point. Think about who might have leaked this thing. Now, we're getting close. There's, there's a lot of speculation out there. I think we'll eventually find out. What do you have to gain? Who's who, What side gains the most? Would it be a clerk for a conservative justice? I don't think they would. It seems illogical to me. It's possible. I just don't know. But an activist working for one of the more liberal justices, I can definitely see that. Um, Maris poll finds Republicans lead on generic ballot for the first time in eight years. You add that to Donald Trump's victory. Uh, 22 and 0 last night for candidates that he backed for the midterms. I wonder if the media is going to cover that part. I will tell you, though, times are getting a little bit scary out there. Uh, we'll talk more about this later. So I happen to like Dave Chappelle. I like Chris Rock. I like Larry the Cable Guy. I like Jeff Foxworth. I like anybody that's funny. And, and man, one thing about Dave Chappelle is he's so smart in in he's got a keen intellect with his jokes now if you don't want to hear a comedian pick on everybody which is what dave chappelle does or chris rock does don't go see them you know nobody's forcing you to see them he's a comedian he should have the freedom the liberty to say what he wants and not worry about a backlash or getting slapped in the face. Or in, in this particular case, he was literally attacked on stage performing at a the Netflix joke the Netflix joke festival at the Hollywood Bowl, and some nut joined you know jumped on the stage, tackled him. Apparently, Jamie Fox intervened and and helped detain him. Chris Rock then performed with Chappelle and joked that the attacker. Uh, was Will Smith after the Slapgate incident. This is beginning to worry me. Some Somebody's going to get hurt here. Seriously hurt here. It's not going to be a slap. I mean, apparently this guy, I think he had a fake gun. Maybe some a knife, maybe. I don't know if he pulled it. I don't, I don't think the guy pulled anything out. But, you know, what are we going to do? We're going to go after comics because we don't like their jokes? If you don't like it, don't watch. If you don't like it, don't pay to go. You, everyone knows who Dave Chappelle is. If I show up at a at a at any of these comedians' shows, 
and they're ripping on conservatives and Donald Trump and and even me. Uh, I'm fine with that. Why is everyone else so sensitive to all this stuff? Why do you even care? Anyway, 800-941-SEAN is our number. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 